Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is. <laughs> Wherever you are, welcome back to the Couple School Podcast. And I am joined, as always, by the lady of self-love herself, Charmaine Lawrence. Hello, guys. <laughs> we are back, we are back. It is fair and it is fun. So this week, we are talking about sort of going on with the, commu- the, the, the term of communication, but in a specific light. How do you know? I should think I should have had a drum roll for that. It should have been like a, you know. How do you let them know that you're not happy? I mean, how do you let them know? Well, I mean, I would advise that you just say it. But it's not always that easy, is it? Well, I mean, for some people, maybe not. But I just think the easiest way to communicate is to use your words. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But I do get it when. <laughs> the subject that you're not happy with is them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but when you're not, when the subject that you're not happy with is them, how do you communicate with them that it's them that's not that's not making you happy? And I suppose there are different layers to this, and we should probably attack it in yeah. different yeah in different ways. So let's look at it on the superficial is the wrong word, but let's look at it on the on the sort of top layer. Mm-hmm. The top layer. So, someone's done something that it's not a end of relationship kind of thing. So it's not someone cheated, but someone's let's say for argument's sake, spoken to you in a way that you didn't feel was warranted, or you didn't didn't care care for yeah. in public. Oh, okay. So I'm very good at how handling things in public. So let's let's answer this without your hat on, somebody else. <laughs> Um, I think for me, I think it's, I think if you're in a relationship, I think there's a a certain level of respect that needs to kind of happen for each other. And I think when somebody crosses the line the way they speak to you publicly, I would personally say, just hold your mouth until you get indoors. I always feel like it's important for you to maintain your decorum and your self-respect and then you handle that when you get behind closed doors or when you get to the car or outside (laughs) (laughs) outside you know (laughs) i I would agree with that to a degree i think i think i think you need need to remember that your relationship is a learning curve and as you encounter different situations is an opportunity to teach and an opportunity to learn Mm -hmm. So when you're in situations whereby, let's say for example, using this specific context where someone has acted or spoken out of turn or disrespectfully and it's in a public forum and you're experiencing your own embarrassment attached to that situation, I think the first thing you need to do is not respond through that embarrassment. Yeah. You know, that embarrassment will lead to an antagonizing situation and make it not about what the subject is. I think if you can compose yourself enough to be able to address the situation in a very adult and contained fashion at the time, then you may want to pull your partners to the side and say to them, look, that I, I wasn't really appreciative of that because of X, Y, and Z. And also bear in mind, you need to know your person. So if your person is able to receive information like that at the time and be okay with that and be able to move past it, then that's the time you have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you, if your partner, you know your partner is maybe temperamental, maybe slightly hot-headed, or maybe 
takes things too personally in the sense of we'll take it out of context in that in that public environment i think you're completely right you, you, you take that conversation closed doors um and not trying to address it try, not trying to address it there and then at the time or maybe not even outside or in the car maybe <laughs> wait until you actually wait until you actually get home i mean have you ever been in a situation where that's actually happened um no not not where i've felt that i've been spoken to or been disrespected in that way by my partner no but i do think there's been times when i don't i haven't appreciated how my partner has behaved or responded to somebody else and i've kind of had to be like okay babe that's enough kind of thing mm. like let's go get a drink or let's go and do this like i kind of had had to do that which for me is kind of not necessarily directed towards me, but it's still for me, I see we're a team in it. So if you're gonna act a certain way, you're representing the both of us, that's how I feel. So I need you to handle yourself in a way that portrays us in the, the way that I would want us to be portrayed, or we have decided to be portrayed. Yeah. And yeah, so I think like when you're like in that situation, I'm not saying that you should just walk away and not say anything. I do think that there is a time there's a way to say to someone okay that you know that i'm not happy with that or i don't know how you would phrase it but i personally would say something like okay i'm i'm be careful about that tone i would say something like that to check the person in the moment but i would do it in a really nice softly spoken way so you know that i'm not cool with that but we're going to move forwards until we get home but i feel there's a way as you said you need to know your person and, and what works for your person um, I can't imagine being in a situation that way. I know it happens, but I can't imagine being in a situation like that because I would check it in a very lovely way. P publicly, I would check it lovely. Privately, maybe not so lovely. I wish I could say I would, I would, I would address it in a, in a lovely way. Um, there and then, you wouldn't. I'm a very there and then type of person. Mm. Um, I, for me, I'm not a... How can I put this? For me, I would need to check it at that point, not necessarily to deal with it, but I would definitely make the other person understand that I'm not happy with how I've been treated or how how I've been treated or how I've been dealt with. And yeah. that's that's coming from my gloomy closet of, of things in the past that I'm not happy with myself for letting, letting slide previously. So now I go out of my way not to. Um, because I, I know what that does for me and I suppose that comes about with knowing, equally knowing yourself and also knowing your person. Um, I am one of those people that, not necessarily an introvert, but I'm very much in my head. So if you leave me with things for too long, my imagination kicks in and makes them worse. So I've learned that in order to preserve relationships, I need to voice that I'm not happy with what's been said or how it's been dealt with at the time. Mm and then go into it in detail at a later stage, probably not even on that day, when I've had to time, time to digest it and compose myself and also remove the emotion from it. Now, I've learned that as an absolute trigger key for me mm. um, when it comes to dealing with either confrontational situations or um, emotionally fused situations. If I'm backed into a corner where I'm dealing with things and I've got my emotions all raw then I don't necessarily act the way in which I would want to act so therefore I try to postpone it and put as much of a gap in between as possible yes let the person know that you know what you did or what you said I'm not really appreciative of that of, of that and we will talk at some point in time 
but then to buy myself some time to actually go over and go through it and then bring it back at a later stage. Mm. Um, but I think it's very important that if someone, especially if it's small, especially if it's small, because all too, and I'm going to get onto this in a second, in a second, all too often, small things that weren't dealt with snowball and become huge things that now we don't know what they are anymore because they're just this compounded ball of unresolved issues mm. um, so I do think it's very important particularly when things are small to deal with them while they're small and to let the other person know hey you know what this isn't a deal breaker by any means but I really didn't appreciate when you did this I really didn't appreciate when you said that and find a time where it's mutually works for both of you to unpack it and look at it for what it is not worse than it is and then deal with it um, but yeah leaving it unchecked not great yeah. what about when someone does something that let's say for argument's sake they know isn't to your liking so this it is an accident but it's not an accident if that makes sense I think I'm I would talk about from a personal perspective hmm. from a personal perspective I'm a bit of a firecracker so in order for me not to be a firecracker, I really do have to separate how I feel in the moment to what's actually happened. I'm actually really good at separating my emotion from the situation unless I'm really being attacked. Like, and then I'm just like, but I can feel the fire in my, my body. So mm -hmm. my thing is like, okay, so what is the actual issue here? What am I not happy with? And also, how am I going to get this person to hear me? Because there's different ways. That's why I like, I like when you say, like, know your person. Because I know if I respond in the way that I want to respond, my partner's not going to hear it like that. So I have to kind of, I want to make sure, I've got an obsession with being heard. Like, I need to be heard. Like, I, I hate not being heard. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's exclusive to you. I think that's an actual human trait. And I, I think I, yeah, I don't like being shut down. I don't like when people don't allow me to say what I'm saying or they or they twist what I'm saying. So for me, I ensure that the person, I know the person well enough to give it to them in the way they, they can hear it. But I'm very open about just saying I'm not happy. Like, I don't like that. I'm okay with that. Not okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm very open with, like, I don't like that. I think, I think it's crucial. And I just want to touch on the whole thing of not being heard. My, I say this quite openly to people. My, my biggest trigger is being ignored. Mm. I can't stand it. And, it, it. and it's the most direct way of really, really aggravating me and irritating me to a point very, very quickly. You know, I, 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 I literally, it, it angers me to a point of, 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 <laughs> of, of boiling over. I, I can't stand it. Um, I can't stand it when people try and shut you down condescendingly. That really doesn't, does my head in. Um, and I can't stand it when people, when people talk over you because um, it just makes me quite ignorant and I start talking over you and I just get louder and it all gets out of, out of control. Um, I think, look, when in the, the, in a, in a, if I put my coaching hat on in this situation, would say to you to do your best to remove the emotion out of the situation or to remove yourself out of the situation to a point where you can remove the emotion out of it. Um, in other words, buy yourself some time. So I would always, as I say, say to the person, you know, look, I'm not happy with how you dealt with this or what have you. So they understand that you're not happy with how things have gone gone down and then distance yourself enough to the point where you can get clarity. That being said, if I put my human hat on, um, 
I understand how those situations can get out of, can get out of control quite quickly because you feel hurt at the time and particularly in the situation like if this was me and someone was either being overbearing shouting or I don't feel that as you say I'm getting the space to be heard then that puts an entire different context on it because now you're dealing with something that's actually quite personal to me and a trigger you know and I have to be very very careful with that trigger Mm. to make sure that that trigger doesn't set the whole bomb off so sometimes I will vocal something that will make the other person sort of stand upright to buy time so that we can end that conversation there and then on that day to park it to talk about it and then on another day yeah so it's about understanding yourself and your triggers as well as the person that you're with now your partner you've also got to factor in how they react to things in this situation as well and the last thing you want them to do because at the end of the day the objective here because you want the relationship to continue is to find a space where the two of you can d- discuss it talk about it and come to a point where you can move past it yeah that's not going to happen if your person is either a so upset by what how you've dealt with it that they're now upset with you or b turned into a bit of a recluse because they're scared of you so you've got to watch how how you how you manage your triggers against their triggers as well and use the information that you've got about them or you know about them to ensure that communication is the subject here and you make sure that we're, we are communicating effectively and together. Yeah. But it's also for me, I think about what is the actual end goal? What do you want to receive from this? So the real issue here is that you're unhappy or you're unhappy with that person, how that person's dealt with you, spoken to you, what they've done to you, whatever the situation is. What do you want to get from it? What's the end goal from it? Because if you just want to kind of shout about it, like, oh, you know, you did this, you did that, blah, 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 you made me feel like this, you made me feel like that. What is that going to really achieve but an argument, to be fair? So you've got to kind of think about what exactly is the end goal? You just want them to hear, this is what, this is how I feel based on this, and I don't want you to do it again. That's literally all, that's all that you want, really. Mm-hmm. You just want them to be aware of, that made you feel like this, and you don't want it to happen again. So rather than getting your emotions all twisted into it, you just got to think about, how do I get them to receive that, that message? I think this is where clarity or time to get clear Mm. really plays into 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 the fold here because i think a lot of arguments that people have within relationships aren't about the situation that they're currently facing they're about all the things that they never said way back when and all the things that have been done to them over the past that they felt someone got one over on them with so when an opportunity like this comes about they see it as an opportunity to actually vocalize their vengeance or their anger based on all these previous things and i think the other bit leading on from that is people don't understand what talking through an issue is. Mm-hmm. Talking through an issue is talking to it to the point of conclusion. In other words, to the point where both parties can lay it to rest and are reasonably happy. I use the word reasonably because it may not, you ha- may have to understand that you're not going to get to a point of complete happiness. But you're getting to a point where both of you are agreed to go, agreed to a point where you can move forward and lay it to rest. In other words, put that problem aside. I think a lot of times when it comes to to arguments, people agree to disagree. I hate that term because it literally means it's an IOU. I'm like, okay, I'm going to let you get this one, but next one I'm going to get it. But then it doesn't happen and it all just snowballs. And that's how people end up arguing. I'd like to say I agree to disagree with you on that one. I'm the queen of agree to disagree. Yeah, but but the thing is, you understand what it means. Yeah. I don't think most people do. 
I think most people put that phrase in there as a way of getting out of the present situation. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm agreed to disagree, meaning I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, that's different. Say I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. I think what people really need to realise is that when you're in a relationship, a relationship space is supposed to be a space that you can say whatever you want as long as it's respectful to the other person. Mm -hmm. So saying to your other half, I can't talk about this right now because I'm too angry or I'm too upset or I'm too what have you. I need to park this and come back later needs to always be okay. Yeah. You know? And if it's not, you need to question how that relationship moves, moves forward because it can't just be all about the other person. You know, it's got to be about both of you. So, but when you say to someone, I agree to disagree, that's you agreeing to let it go. Yeah. Completely. Not hold on to it and fester it to bring it back two weeks later when the next time they annoy you. Or even when the next same situation type situation occurs later on, that's not your opportunity to bring it back up because you've agreed to disagree. You've agreed to let that go. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people use that term how it was, how it actually means. I think they literally yeah. go, I don't want to talk about this anymore rather than saying, I don't want to talk about this anymore. So, that's my agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally the queen of agree to disagree. Yeah. So, what about when you're seriously unhappy? Now, I mean, this now we're talking relationship ending kind of stuff. Yeah. How should someone handle that? Oh, well, you just have the conversation. I, I'm just always, I'm, you know me, I'm an oversharer. Like, you know, I just think most people should just be oversharers and over communicators because that way you just kind of get your message out there. Like, if you are really unhappy and you, you put it out there, do you know the thing is, I think people are not really saying what they're really unhappy about and I don't think people always know what they're unhappy about. I was about to say that, yeah. So they're, so many things have happened that they actually don't know what the source of the unhappiness is. Snowball. And so they're talking about all these other things, actually, them because they can't go back to, and they can't remember where it started. Because they never said it at the time that it at, happened. Right. Yeah. So I think in terms of like, say, I, I don't know, it's just, it's just communication. And the more we don't communicate with each other and say how we feel or and say what we want like another thing is that i find this might be slightly off topic but i think when you're unhappy just say what you want to happen like sometimes we're just saying i'm unhappy with this and the other person's like okay i hear you but there's no instruction of how you want that to look mm -hmm. so if i'm saying i'm unhappy with you doing this this is what i would like to happen in the future is that something that you can do that's clarity, because you, you have to tell me. That means I know. You can, later on down the line, I'd be like, well, I said this, but they haven't had no clarity on how you expect them to behave or how they, you expect them to treat you differently, what to do. So they're just going to continue to do it in the way that they want to do it rather than what you need them to do. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel like when we're communicating, we have to be very clear about how we want that behavior to change. And when you don't do that, which I haven't done in the past, it's kind of gone into this, this is a problem, this is a problem, this is a problem. All of these things are a problem. Now the problem's so big that we just can't go all the way back to the source because we don't know what the source is. Yeah. I, think, I think you're 100% right. I think that 
a lot of arguments and a lot of problems that couples have and I've, I've, I've fallen into this pit really myself um, in the past is that you don't mention when something's at a point of irritation and you fail to realise how much it irritates you and then because you haven't said anything and this is why I say to people like it's not just a song title you say a lot when you say nothing at all so let's say let's use the whole scenario of not putting the toilet seat down after you finished it, finished using it. You know, I think it should be equal. Girls should put it up. Guys should put that. Whatever. But anyway, <laughs> so if that's a particular thing for you, now on the face of it, it seems very small, you know. But <laughs> I'm gonna use this analogy as well, slightly off topic. Like uh, a toddler has a small fist, you know, and doesn't have much strength. But if that toddler continues punching you in the same spot repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again, over again mm. for a day, a week, a month, slowly but surely that spot begins to ache, then it begins to hurt, then it becomes excruciating, becomes any time touch it because the bruise has got that big. Same thing happens with these little niggles that we have in some mm. relationships. We put it off at the time because it's not that deep. But it is because it's scratching at your head because you haven't said anything. And now it's gone. Now, because you haven't said anything, you've now missed the opportunity to say it and you feel so you can't really say anything yourself. But you've also told the other person subconsciously, subliminally, that it's okay. So they continue doing it and this thing carries on and on and on. The problem you've got is when you start doing that, with, you've got that with one issue, it's not too bad. But when you get five, six, seven, eight different issues that you're dealing with in the same way, you get into a habit of not telling your partner. It becomes the way in which you guys deal with something that's your problem coping mechanism. And therefore, then, after a while, it just becomes this explosion, this explosion of, I'm not happy. But you can't articulate what it is that you're not happy about mm. because you don't know anymore. And what has become, what once was maybe four small issues is now this plethora of things and stuff that's just got you to the point where you feel that now it's the end. I'm really intrigued. If you had spoken about it earlier on, then it wouldn't be because you'd have been able to articulate exactly what it is that's wrong. You'd been able to talk about it and actually find a way forward. And the other half probably would have looked at it and gone, actually, it's not that deep. I'll just change this or I'll just yeah. change that. And you would have found that mutual point of compromise. One of the most common things I have with couples that I've coached in the past is everyone's great at telling me what's wrong. But then when I ask them, did you tell them how to, how to do it right in the beginning? Everyone goes quiet. I'm like, the most important thing about a relationship, and I cannot stress this to anyone listening enough, is to let your other half know how to succeed, how to be the best partner to you that they can be. Tell them. I bump into so many people that are very Disney, and I'm pointing at Charmaine <laughs> here, because they expect it to just happen. I think Disney has ruined relationships. Really, I do. But uh, because they just expect that this relationship that you're expecting to last a lifetime is just going to happen. They're just going to they they're just going to know me. They're just going to know what I want and know when I want it and know how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> and it's all just going to be fine. And when we get married, the birds will carry my veil and the rabbits will throw confetti and everything will be great. But you really like like if I put this in context, if this was a company, we were setting a company out, we would have explicit meetings for months and months on ends about roles and responsibilities. Who's going to do what? Who's going to do when? If this person doesn't do that, what's the procedure to handle that? If someone's going to go off sick, what's the procedure mm. to handle that? We've got cash coming into the building. How do we handle that? What's the insurance policy? What's the this? What's the that? You'd fathom it all out. A business, most people, when you set up a business, you have an exit strategy after five years. 
Five years, you go to the full extent of discussing things in that detail for something that's supposed to live five years and then you say nothing about something you're expecting to last a lifetime. Tell your other half how to be successful. You should know. And if you don't know, then my question query or question or query really is, is are you ready for said relationship? If you don't know who you are and what it is that makes you happy, how is the other person stepping into your world ever going to be able to do it? Because mm. it's like putting IKEA furniture together without an instruction manual. I'm very good at that, by I'm the way. I'm very good at that. Too. I'm very good at that way. Good at figuring it out. But <laughs> that's for problem solvers like myself and Charmaine. <laughs> but my point is, most people, when it comes into relationship, don't expect to be solving a the problem. They just expect it to be Disney and it all just to work out. But <sighs> it doesn't, because life isn't like that. You know, you've got to talk about the stuff. So people understand the stuff and can rearrange their stuff alongside your stuff yeah. so it all all works. So before we get to, I suppose what I'm saying is, before we get to the stage of being unhappy, get to the stage of telling your person how to be happy, then maybe you won't be unhappy to begin with. Yeah, agreed. Maybe. maybe. Go back to, what was it, episode five, communication. Yes. Like literally, it's, it is very much about learning how to communicate effectively to Mm -hmm. your partner you know you are going to be unhappy at some point and it's just so important to be able to express that in a way where the person is learning about what it is that you need and what it is that you that makes you you know feel fulfilled um and that's really it like the moment you stop mentioning those things like as i said like even little things the toilet seat being up the socks on the floor like moan about them let them know this is not acceptable what i need you to do is this once you start having those conversations if you don't say anything and they continue to do it over and over again it's going to become such an annoyance then you're going to be annoyed with them just randomly throughout the day something else is going to happen that's going to annoy you you don't say anything about that then it just becomes a big ball of nonsense for no reason and then you can't go back to talking about the socks on the floor because now it's a bigger issue yeah so it is about communication and and how you communicate to somebody that you're unhappy because also you don't want to place blame as well that's another thing i think sometimes you don't want to be like it's a blame blame you're the reason i'm unhappy blah 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 blah. it's just kind of making it seem like it's it's you are resolved you're trying to resolve something this is what i need can you do this for me it's just disney no, it's not Disney. It is. It's no. a Disney conversation. It should be a Disney conversation. Disney don't have the conversation. The they sun do. We comes, just don't see the it. The sun comes up. Aladdin <laughs> pops out. The lamp and the genie's running around. Oh, have you front. know Aladdin went through a lot of hardships yeah, to get he, to that woman? He spoke to a genie. <laughs> he had a genie. Like, you know, do you know how many guys would be? How many more guys would be successful at relationships if they had a genie? Some of them have genies. Just. It, like, if you know, I had a genie that could, I could rub a lamp and go, oi, like, I wish for... Give me some new clothes, please. Yeah, I wish for, I wish for, I wish for, I mean, a bit like, hey, look. I feel like you've just got beef with Aladdin. Huh? you got beef with Aladdin. I don't, I, I don't, I don't. I actually, I quite like the story of Aladdin, I do. Um, but I think that the fairy tales that we tell, that we were told as kids have deluded us in terms of the reality of reality and I think that social media itself now with everyone posting their best possible possible couple goals and best life has added to that so now people it's removed certain tools that people have Mm -hmm. when you see when you see reality 
to helping to helping you get past your own stuff. If all you're looking at is people's best situations, you're only going to look at your own and go, "This isn't working." And it's getting that whole thing in context to go, "Well, it's not the whole thing that isn't working. It's this yeah. one bit." And that's the whole point about clarity: is being able to work out what bit that is. It could be amongst the whole other fi- all these other fireworks that are going off. But what was the bit? What was the first one? Where did the match? strike what's the actual irritation here and stopping to answer that question and i'm glad you you touched on clarity many times over in 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 this cast here and i think that's the bit that people need to grasp is when you are when you're trying to communicate with your other half you have to be clear on what it is that you're saying Mm -hmm. you have to be clear on what it is that you mean and you have to be clear on what it is that you want those are the three things you have to be clear before you open your mouth because if you don't, you'll get railroaded because don't forget, the other person is listening through their insecurities. They can't help it. They're going to be listening to you saying, I'm not happy with this. And what they're going to hear is, I'm, you're not happy with me. And when they hear that, they're going to react based on how they feel or their fears around said subject. You as a person that's bringing the complaint to the table, and you are your mission control you've got to maintain the control of that situation and guide it to the to the point that you want which is the point of what what it is that you want if you're not clear on what it is that you want then the conversation just turns into an argument because you're saying i'm unhappy with this and they're going yeah but then you're going yeah but and then this whole thing turns into an argument over nothing really and you've missed your opportunity now to resolve the thing that was it that was bugging you and it adds to the pile of unresolved issues that the guy the two of you are either dodging around or not managing to managing to speak about now when it comes to communicating to to your other half about what it is that you're on you're unhappy with going back to the subject to the cast in the first place you know it's it's about finding a way to to get that clarity and and sometimes you may have to go outside of what is disney in terms of a relationship in terms of maybe you need to bring in someone else to just mediate the conversation. Mm. I've mediated several conversations between couples where it's just literally, I'm not giving advice, I'm not giving my opinion or judging, I'm just literally organising the conversation so everybody gets heard. You know, Everybody gets their chance to say, everybody gets their chance to hear, and everybody gets their chance to understand. And sometimes having somebody else in the room that just calms the, t- the, the tempo of things down is enough for you to actually be heard so you can get what it is that's actually griping you off your chest in a way that your other half can actually hear what it is that you're trying to say, can understand what it is you're trying to say, and then respond appropriately. And sometimes just having a person in the room, or it's not a person, a different scenario, something that breaks the routine that you're normally in, where it stops it from becoming the norm or an argument or what have you, that enables you to be heard and for them to understand. And that's really the whole point of making sure that how you let someone know that you're not happy with what they're saying is first by knowing what you want what you want to say to begin with, where you want it to go, and being respectful to them and how they learn and how they hear to make sure that you're you're heard, to make sure you're heard along the way. So. Woo. Okay. There you go. That was a bit of a monologue. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, that no, is us out for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Again, can't can't thank you guys enough for the support um yeah we're on to next week that's us out i'll see you in the forwards thank you guys you take care peace